I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You, you Are, are that. that. We are two sisters who cannot take a compliment. But what can we take, Shannon? We could take lots of advice from people we admire about weddings. It's not even wedding season, but we're Mm -mm. coming at you with a part two. two. Every season is wedding season if you try hard enough. We have an exciting episode coming up. We have Todd Masterson and Rachel Strauss and Allie Ward is with us. Whose story are we going to hear now? Oh my God, it's Todd Masterson. It's a different perspective and a different outlook. And all the guests that we cherry picked are our favorite people and they all have different types of stories. So I'm very excited. So we are getting ready for wedding season for Bon, for Mm me. And in doing that, um, I'm starting to have cold feet. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) My feet are really cold. And no, after being engaged through a pandemic, you're basically married. Like Mm -hmm. all the cute, fun wedding planning vibes. And like, you know, they say like, you should just enjoy being engaged. It's all bullshit when it's a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's condensed under a microscope, living together, stuck together 24-7. It was like we were never engaged at all. So now we are. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're gearing up to get ready for wedding season. And my whole brain, all I can think about is what was it like for everyone else? Does Mm -hmm. everyone feel the way I'm feeling? Is everyone having nightmares about (laughs) marriage or is that just me? I had a psychologist tell me like, no, it's totally normal. And I'm like, but is it? (laughs) (laughs) Not even my psychologist. It's like, (laughs) thanks for letting me get free guidance, free therapy. But Todd, you're married to the most handsome little guy on the planet (laughs) he's so fucking cute and i want to hear all about it and you had a non-typical style wedding 
So if you want to tell us your story, like who proposed to who, what happened and what led up to you guys having rings and a official government document. She air quoted that really hard. I was (laughs) going to say, there are no rings. Um, and we did not have a wedding. Not on your fingers, you mean? No rings on the fingers. No rings on the fingers. We've been together for almost 10 years. It'll be 10 years in December of this year. The summer after we met, I had lost the insurance that I had. And so I was uninsured for like, I don't know, almost a year. Rob had really good insurance through his company. And it was like during the Prop 8 stuff where like, Mm. you know, marriage was illegal but then they brought it back and then you know it was just like it was all craziness yeah there wasn't national gay marriage yet Mm -hmm. so we kind of did a a paperwork marriage so i could get on his insurance but also so i could you know we could have hospital rights i mean we knew we were going to be together forever right it was purely like a uh, contractual paperwork (laughs) ceremony but we meant it like we knew we were going to be together forever so uh and then we were just like oh down the road when we're more successful and have money and, and blah, 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 we'll have like a ceremony and a reception and we'll do all that stuff down the road. But at the time uh, we were worried about like, you know, we'd heard horror stories of people that were separated in emergency rooms and didn't have, didn't have like rights in hospitals and mm-hmm. different things like that. So no, you're not family. You get turned away. You're not relationship exactly. rights yeah. even. And yeah. like, his family, super supportive, would never be like that family that, you know, turned away his gay spouse. And and my mm-hmm. family is super supportive and would never be the type of family. Like, neither of our families are religious. Not You know, our, our families are super supportive yeah. and love us. It all comes down to hospital hip-hop. I was going to say, it's one yeah. judgmental doctor that would that could make it that way. If No, it's not even one. Ju- it's the system. I worked True. for healthcare billing yeah. and you literally can't do anything. <sighs> Yeah. I had a widow call in to get details on her final bill for the end of life care that her husband was given. And she called in to pay it, but wanted a breakdown. And I couldn't even tell her her total. Jesus. She had to contact the hospital itself and send them in documentation that Proving she it. was married to him so marriage certificate documentation of his death and that was a death certificate not even like a funeral certificate so the things that i saw working for medical billing Mm -hmm. is so strict that like providers have like double the rules of billing so they just they can't well and also like as much as we trust our families like it only takes like one weird disagreement for people to shut down and do stuff yeah everyone's good until it comes to hard times and then there might be that one extremist in the family that suddenly speaks up and is like you know what Mm -hmm. yeah i won't say and i've seen it in my family like when my grandparents died my oldest brother like got really weird about you know, stuff in grandma's house that he wanted to take and inheritances and stuff like that. And it kind of, it came out of nowhere, you know, and I've seen it with my parents. Like when my grandpa died, he was cremated and his wishes were for his ashes to be spread. And my dad was so sad and like, so attached to my grandpa and stuff like that, that like my dad never spread his ashes because he didn't mm. want to say goodbye. Oh, that's so typical though. The ash hoarding is so real. I know a lot yeah. of people yeah. have done that. Well, Shannon and I have a deal. Do you want to tell Todd our deal, Shannon, for when oh. I die? 
God damn it. I'm getting yeah. married, but my death is still I in love Shannon's the- hands. <laughs> All right. So this is how it goes. When Bonnie dies, I have to go skydiving with her ashes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that makes me want to die first. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't like the I idea of going hate. skydiving. Yeah. Who jumps out of a I want to share the plane. joy with you. Uh, I have to force you as my final you wish. You want to torture me from beyond the grave. That's what that is. You, you said it wrong. <laughs> but that's fine. And her soon to be spouse would be like, bye. Have fun falling out of that plane for her. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so we just we wanted to set it up so legally we had uh, say in each other's you know safety and Mm -hmm. healthcare and stuff like that. Uh, And plus, I needed insurance. But the funny thing is, we did the ceremony and you know we were together. And then when we applied for insurance through his company, it was going to be insanely expensive to add me. Like, oh no, his insurance was. Pretty, I think, free. And then to add a spouse was like mm-hmm. $700 a month or <gasps> something. It was insane. And we were like, oh, well, we're not doing that. So then I never ended up getting insurance. Oh, my goodness. It. Did you end up having your ceremony and your reception? No. Oh, yeah, no. We still <gasps> You're coming that. up on a decade. And okay. You know yeah. what the anniversary of a decade is? What? Aluminum oh or God. tin. That's right. I celebrated the wood. You one. guys could have a shiny silver wedding. <gasps> when is like, I don't know, diamond and gold and It's sapphire. like 50 and 100 matter. Yeah, you got to earn it. You got to be around yeah. for a long ass time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's the, it's the long haul ones that are Yeah. Like the metals. first few years are like paper wood paper yeah, I like the idea feathers. Of paper. yeah it's all very interesting <laughs> what shitty gifts <laughs> let's see bronze pottery mm. pottery i hope you gave him wood on the fifth Hey-o. anniversary <laughs> he gets out every anniversary <laughs> the the funny thing is you know my birthday was last week and we are impossible to shop for each other because, you know, we're middle-aged and have money. So when we see something we want, we buy it. Mm -hmm. So there's no gifts to give. Like, it's literally impossible for us to get each other gifts. So To surprise each other is impossible because you've already bought it for yourself. Literally, the only thing we want is a house. So (laughs) unless he's going to, like, surprise me with a farm. Oh, my God. There's nothing we don't have that we Stop. don't want. Stop. If you had a farm in Washington, I Fuck would visit a. you and never leave. I'd literally oh. be there planting things without permission. Yeah. I was going to say, that's the dream. And that's it's not dream. weed. It's like, like hi. It's like great grains. <laughs> <laughs> Your quinoa field is ready. Oh, oh, my God. I want that so bad. <laughs> Gift giving is, is so hard. That's probably why they do the anniversary uh, you know, yeah, pa- paper, like a guide, like here, pottery. Dummy. Yeah, so you can just get someone a gift that doesn't really mean anything to them. It's not really something they want or need. Side game that I just invented because oh, I'm looking Jesus. at this list and we're talking about anniversary gifts, and I think it's so funny. What are those movies like? The Notebook. Who's the person that does all those tragedy oh, films? Sparks. Nicholas Sparks. Thank oh, you. Yes. A Nicholas Sparks movie idea. <laughs> I know you're listening, Nicholas. Oh God. It's. It's perfect. People would tune in. The husband or wife dies and leaves a note to a storage unit. And in the storage unit are all the gifts for for every anniversary they didn't get to have. And it only goes up to 60th. You're welcome, Nicholas Sparks. You're already selling out theaters. I love hate that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. But let's play a game real quick. Guess what year this gift is. I'll do five. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay, she you just in? invented the damn yeah. game on the spot. I burp, love burp, this burp. Shit. It's okay. so fun. Okay. Entertainment. Um, that's a gift? Yeah. So maybe oh. hire like a band or a singer or like mm. that, you know, that a karaoke sounds like party. An 
old person thing. So I'm going right. to say like 25 years. Ooh, I'm going to go 18. 18. Okay. 25 years is actually silver. Ooh, 18 oh. is an appliance. Oh, shit. <laughs> I like that. I know. Awesome. Shannon's like, where's my nice. new shit? KitchenAid stove. <laughs> <laughs> the entertainment theme is 43rd anniversary. Oh, oh shit. So it's older than I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys go on like on a, on like a cruise where Ooh. they have like a singer on Bingo board that does like all the Billy bitches. Joel hits. Yeah. Ooh, that I like um, my grandparents' 50th wedding anniversary when I was in high school, my parents planned it and they hired a big band to do like swing music, Oh, you know, because that was like the music of their youth. And so that totally, that totally tracks. I That's love that so shit. beautiful. Well, their wedding should have been golden color Oh, because that's 50th. 50. Nice. Do you guys know what photos or camera could be? Ooh. Um, uh, it's got to be early. Yeah. You, wanna, like, you know, have Take pictures when your body's spry. Right? Throughout your marriage. So I'm going to say like yeah. third anniversary. Ooh, I'm going to go 12. 12. Third is leather. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. 12th, the opposite, silk. Ooh. Or leather. Oh. Shit. Look at us. Weird. Yeah. 50 mm. shades of anniversary in Naughty those two answers. Nice. Yeah. Leather and silk is going to be after hours podcast. I'm right. Delightful. Photos or camera is the 51st anniversary. Wow. That's so old. I know. You missed all the opportunities to take pictures. (laughs) Well, that's because paper's early on, so you're just writing letters until you get to the photo part. Ooh, Uh, my favorite anniversary, candy or iron. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) The metal? You could, yes, you could either choose candy or iron. I don't know, supplements? Maybe you're low in iron. (laughs) I'm going to say... Probably a young one because candy rots your teeth, and so you have to have good teeth. So I'm going to say it's probably 15. Ooh. What do you guess, Shannon? Six. What? <laughs> Shannon is correct. It is wow. the diabetes anniversary. Yeah. And which one did you say, Todd? I don't remember. I literally already <laughs> forgot. Me I too. S- it just like I, went right in my head. You I said 12th? No. I already said 12th. I think okay. it was 13th. I, I, maybe 15 everyone in their car listening to this right now is screaming 15 chris is yelling i'm gonna screaming. edit it that's it was my 15. favorite stupid bitch <laughs> art my oh. favorite anniversary it's gonna be and i'll give you a hint this is him might not work for Todd. it's just like oh, helping just for me <laughs> the numbers add up to my lucky number oh that's not fair i know you just have to admit you don't know my lucky number i'm pretty sure i do art. when are we giving each other art y'all eight um that seems like a low one like paper because isn't paper like two yeah i think so paper is your first anniversary oh i was like you get a pen first then you get paper it goes paper cotton leather oh uh four let's say four four is fruit or flowers oh you said eight shannon which is pottery or bronze damn it and art is the 26th anniversary oh Oh. see i totally the minute you gave me the hint, it mm-hmm. left my brain and I just said the number. I think here's a fitting awesome. one. It'll be our last one. What okay. year is travel on, guys? Travel Ooh. is an anniversary. Guess. That's got to be old. That's got to be like 40. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go 27th. Ooh. Happy medium. It is Ooh. 31st Ooh. is right. travel. Nice. Okay. This is. Yeah. So you have 21 so more funky. years after December to plan an extraordinary journey with your hubs. You can't do I it think before. we can do it. Yeah. Hopefully it's far enough in the future that it's time travel. Oh my well, god, you nerd. Honestly, the at the rate we're going, that's probably when we'll take a right? vacation. Oh, no shit. This is so fun. Oh my god. Man, now like whoever's not married, get in it for the gifts, guys. You'll have to think of something, but there's Etsy. 
So yeah, (laughs) there's also different lists though too because there's like peasant level and then like rich people. This is from Hallmark.com. I trust they wrote the rules. They know what they're doing. Yeah, Yeah. they developed the holidays. They need to tell us what we're. They're like paper. We're a stationery store. Get it together. (laughs) Yeah, people need to buy cards. Oh my god. (laughs) Um. So when you do have your wedding ceremony reception, aluminum theme. (laughs) yes the tin man will be there it'll be great Mm -hmm. what's your dream setting what have you had your sweet little heart set on well um not to uh you know not to bring it down but we are both pretty opposed to the wedding industry as a whole like anything having to do with spending large amounts of money on a party or a, a ceremony day. or something. Oh, you're you know? going to love my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> you actually really I did a are. big fuck you to the wedding industry. And I was like, okay. for years and years, every time I saw something wedding related, I was like, either Shannon or I can do it. Right. Like yeah. Shannon's been a florist. Shannon's right. a chef. We're both DIY girls. The whole thing. I was like, why don't we just pay our friends? Right. And we'll like hodgepodge our own thing and then do it not at a $12,000 venue because right. who yeah. does that? Like, spoiler alert, Bonnie hired a florist and a chef, but it's also me and I'm her bridesmaid. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> this is how we fucking do things. She is my matron of honor. Right. So yeah. here's how DIY I thought about weddings. it in my mind is it's not necessarily a wedding because I keep stopping and thinking and going, ooh, are we supposed to have this? I'm reminded by everyone around me that they're like, it's your day. You do whatever the fuck you want. So if you wanted to have a picnic with six friends and say, this is our wedding, you guys, and we're going to say nice things to each other and we're going to kiss each other. It's like a renewal. You can do that. You can literally do whatever you want. I could have invited 20 people to the movies and rented out a movie theater. And then we had cake after Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that also sounds Literally, pretty rad actually yeah i mean it's your relationship so mm-hmm. it should be your party do yeah you, you do whatever you want i like that you guys are like screw the wedding industry the yeah. big stuff's exhausting i will say this on this episode maybe not on other chunks of the episode <laughs> for friends that have had big weddings you do you but like it's to each their own what yeah. Does, yeah what does your day look like for you two yeah so um basically what I would like to do, and I think Rob's on board with this, but like just somewhere in the country, because all of my family's in Missouri, Rob's is all in California, but we'll figure out some place and just have like, you know, a big room with lots of open bar booze and really good catered food and just a party that's dedicated to us. Uh, because, you know, we've been to so many weddings and we go to so many weddings and even though we don't really believe in the industry so much, it would be nice to have like one just big party of all of our friends and family that we love that could be really good food and really good drinks and, you know, just a fun, big dance party. Fun memory. Just celebrate your love. Yeah. A good old fashioned wedding reception, you know, Mm -hmm. but like, we want to have that. Yeah. Yeah. Photo booths are always fun. I'm always like, I vote photo booth. If there's a photo booth at the wedding... I know I had a great time because I can remember it. Yeah. It's very true. I love love wedding photo booths. They're always fun. I feel like every wedding I went to growing up in Missouri in the Midwest is like married at a church uh, Mm -hmm. or at a venue, you know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, we're getting married on this farm and then reception, totally different location. Let's all get in a van and travel. It reminds me of that Modern Family episode where like the California hills are on fire and they keep having to change locations. So like everybody in the van and they're like literally at the altar <laughs> ready to start their wedding. The firemen come in and they're like, Nope, you got to leave. So they're just going like van, 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 van. everyone get in oh the vans. God. They're shuttling all around. No, I don't want the stress of it. And 
it's weird for me because I plan so hard that I put too much on my own plate and then yeah. I feel bad for everyone else when I like have to delegate the stuff that doesn't matter. So I've been trying to just do what I can and just fucking chill out about it. You're, you know? you're probably one of the more chill brides though. Like I keep hearing that and it feels comforting. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference between a chill bride and a lazy bride, though, because I was quite a lazy bride. I got married in a bar because that's how I It's do. a cool bar, though. It is a cool. It's a pub. Yeah. And I was like, the fanciest thing is going to be my China made wedding dress that uh, cost me under $200. Sewn by tiny hands to my yeah. measurements. <laughs> my dress is a $50 dress from some random clickbait on Instagram <laughs> that I got last year during the pandemic. Oh my God. Uh-huh. And I'm completely remodeling it. It's not going to look anything like no. the way she bought I'm it. I'm going to look so like an evil queen shocker. that's like pretending to be a good queen. <laughs> it's going to be a good Oh, queen. yeah. Like the beginning of uh, Sleeping Beauty? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, going to be so cool. true. I'm um, going to feel like a total badass. Are you doing – so are you doing the, like, gift registry? Are you doing the whole nine? Like, what are, or what are you doing? No, are fuck doing that. We have a fun? website for invitation. So we're just going to send out everyone the invitation after everyone gets to save the date. Okay. And then they can RSVP. It only lets you RSVP for the names we put in the system. Don't bring your neighbor that you just met just because you have an opening. Yeah. Bonnie's kind of cutthroat with some rules, which I really appreciate. Would so, you call it the juniors and seniors curfew? That yeah. All- then we can crank it up. Up, start playing songs that are nasty and then you know turn the lights a little lower get and nuts. all the adults can just get trashed yeah oh, good it's gonna be really fun yeah i'm super stoked it's gonna be so good i'm so excited you said you got yeah. to save the date and i was like Squeal. i love that you guys are so close now too like why I does know. california feel like mars compared to seattle <laughs> i know right weird we drove from la to seattle when we moved mm-hmm. and because of traffic the drive from Portland to Seattle took seven hours. But, right. Uh, yeah. But it's only three on paper. So hopefully. Yeah. But yeah. it's funny because we're yeah. talking about traffic and Todd. LA. Real talk. <laughs> like yeah. how often did you just want to hop in a car around five o'clock, four o'clock? <laughs> the last time I drove myself in a car to pick up my mom who lived downtown and mm-hmm. drive to Venice Beach. And it took us two hours to drive to Venice Beach and real talk on a map it's like the size of your pinky nail it's not that yeah, far away <laughs> being on the freeway but the freeway has stop signs yeah, you know? yeah. weird like being up here now we're we're back in territory where like mileage and minutes are almost the same right. whereas la you're five miles from something but that's literally an hour drive you know <laughs> but here so five so miles true. is five minutes uh-huh that's really true i didn't think about that but that's right it's so weird because like say it took 20 minutes to get to target in la it wasn't far away it just took 20 minutes to get there well now i'll map something and it's like in seattle like downtown and it's 20 minutes away and i'm like oh that's so far and i'm like wait no it's just distance far like mm-hmm. it's the same time it's just, you're I'm actually making, driving. You're making more progress. Yeah, I'm actually driving. I'm not just like sitting in traffic. It's nice being back in a city where you can drive 15 minutes and go 15 miles. Yeah. <laughs> so, Todd, I do want one more snippet from okay. you, wedding style, marriage style. When it comes to being married, you're coming up on a decade and you guys seem to have the perfect relationship 
to me uh-huh. from the outside. Uh-huh. He really just rolls with your punches. You guys have good humor and everything. I want to know if you have sage advice for me, the about to be married girl. What advice would you give me for a solid marriage ahead? My biggest piece of advice for marriage is always just talk to each other. Like, don't shut down. Don't hide stuff from each other. It's just easier to just always tell the truth from the beginning and talk to each other and work it out because, you know, it's kind of like um, building a dam on a river. Like, it's just going to build up so much pressure the more, you know, the more time you wait, the more you add up to it. So Mm -hmm. just, uh, yeah, don't go to bed angry. Try not to, at least. Yeah, always just talk to each other. Even if it's bad, get it all out and communicate with each other because if you try to cover something up, it's just going to lead to more problems. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's really good. But it's also like that with like friendships and family and everything. Like I feel like a lot of our problems in the world come from people shutting down or covering something up. Just shit communication. Yeah. You're totally right. It's just easier to admit your mistakes and go from there instead of trying to cover something up. God, that's so Yeah. Good. Well, I never make mistakes. Oh my God. But Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> I, I often have big feelings. I don't need my advice. Uh... <laughs> like I'm the big feelings person that will sit there and dwell in the silence of another person and be like, well, they're not communicating with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to shut down and I'm not going to communicate back. And mm-hmm. then my brain starts spiraling and being like, but why are they not communicating with uh, me? And, and then my trust issues start mm-hmm. boiling over to where I'm yeah. like, then I start suspecting stuff and then resenting them. And I'm like, oh, this is an awful. You've assigned a lot of feelings and movement to something that wasn't even said. Yeah. Damn it. That's well, and like the good thing about marriage is it's not dating. So you don't have to worry right. about scaring them off. You know, like mm-hmm. even if you know you're being paranoid and you have a weird thought in your head, you can bring it up. And it's not like he's going to walk out the door and leave mm-hmm. you know or ghost you, <laughs> you know? yeah like, that is kind of nice you can actually married. be like you are going to communicate because you have to stay right. here. well you can <laughs> yeah. say hi i've been weird for four days because i'm paranoid and i'm in my own brain and he's like i have figures so what do you want to talk about like yeah. <laughs> it's just that's your new normal is that they know why you're doing the thing you do oh God. yeah yeah um, that's a good that's good advice communication is yep. key I yeah think that's a smart one you know but it's also case by case basis like maybe he has fought with you before because you bought too many potato chips and you just wanted a day where you want to eat a bunch of potato chips and you're like you know what do it and throw away the packages and he doesn't have to know you know stuff like Mm -hmm. that way start a fight over something that you both have different views on yeah, you don't have to just freely give information, especially if it's. <laughs> you don't yeah. have to full house it. Is yeah, you know, like every <laughs> time things a lifetime movie, right? right. Oh, you don't yeah. have to have like a big heart to heart in the backyard because you had a you had a yeah. thought. Did you eat a lot of chips today, Todd? <laughs> Did you need to talk about it. We've had this talk. Before. I found crumbs in the bed again, and I'm worried. Exactly. Cue like music. It's not. It's not lying. It's just, you know. You know, it's only going to, it's going to cause friction. So just keep it to yourself. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing going in is like, we write a scale on a piece of paper and we write like (laughs) one to 10 and we each write like, this is really bad. This is a 10. This is like fucked up. And then like chips is not chips is number one. Yeah. Yeah. Here are the varying degrees. And like, when you get to a four, consider talking to me about it. When you have the guilt of six, definitely come see me. (laughs) Exactly. Good point. See, and the communication thing took me a good like five years to really lock down that 
no, Shannon, you don't actually have to say every question that you're thinking in your judgy little bitch brain. Like you don't have to ask the weird questions all the time. You can just think them mm -hmm. and yeah. then later be like, no, that answered my question. Stop just telling him everything in your head. Here's right. the difference between you and I is I smoke a lot of weed. Oh, and, right. And when I smoke yeah. a lot of weed in the comfort of my own home, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have to drive or do anything after. So I will get a little high and then I will literally say things and he'll be like, <laughs> what'd you say? And I'm like, what'd I say? And he's like, what? And I was like, I was thinking about this. What did I say that out loud? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, but you also said this. And I'm like, did I say that? Oh, like I get no. so high that I'm like, I don't even know what I say. I'm just brutally honest there that's so why that's i can't bad. do drugs there that in a nutshell can you imagine the things i would say <laughs> oh my god no yeah, babble bonnie now everybody's just gonna wonder what i think all the time mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of shit i don't say out loud oh my goodness keep you wondering <laughs> well i love this todd and oh, we are going to so wrap good. up and let you get back to eating your secret chips i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> we love you so much love can't, you wait, so to much. can't you. wait to visit each other too i know thank you for your marriage story and love you too. go squeeze your husband pick him up say, and shake him a little bit for us these fucking sisters think they know you and they're gonna try to pick you up and i apologize in advance because that's how we hug people yeah that are shorter than us. It's an automatic. You know what? I hope he likes us. I really do. I, oh, you know what? I'm so I worried. Think I got the vibe that he would like us when he was a hundred percent in on a covert gift that I reached out to him and asked for your address so I could send you the scarf. Yeah. And he was my accomplice. And I was like, he's our people. I love, I love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked at you weird and made eye yeah, She looked at me like Aww. a lemming. All right. Time. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward ending. I love you. And we will talk soon. All right. All right. Love you guys. Love your guts. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. Should I be recording my track? No. It'll record okay. on our okay. end. It records for us. I already hit record because sometimes I forget. You know, Todd. <laughs> you know how I forget. Okay. Sweet. You know what? What? That interview was fun because we got to hear about his story, mm -hmm. his love story. But we also learned a bunch of facts about anniversary gifts so oh you're welcome God, everyone yes. if i could throw a party with mm -hmm. this person oh i know who it is who is it it is woodburn all-star rachel strauss i just love her so much like to the moon she's fantastic oh, she knows how to party she does hello miss rachel hello. strauss happy hello. burntober yes burnt october is underway Oh, man. I and, love it. And it's, happy anniversary as well. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, timing. Just celebrated 10 years married, which blows my mind. Congratulations. It feels like it was yesterday, but also at the same time, I've been married to him forever. So, <laughs> but it's, it's great. We had a, a nice anniversary. It was good. I love that you got excited about recording with us. And excited about talking about your wedding. And then you sent me pictures of you pulling your wedding dress down from the attic and putting it on. And inside, I was like, I kind of hate her a little bit. You look so <laughs> gorgeous that my like magazine girl heart was like, I'm so jealous of her. <laughs> she's still after 10 years, she still looks flawless and beautiful. And your dress was so gorgeous. And it just got me so pumped for this episode. You are too sweet. I couldn't believe the timing of it because it was literally, I think that day when you had messaged me or the 
I had just tried on my dress like the day before or something like that. Um, Because I just got goosebumps. (laughs) My kids wanted me to. And so I literally pulled it down from the attic, haven't touched it. It was in the box that it had been sent to me in once I, you know, the wedding was over and I sent it to like have them, you know, do whatever they do to save it, clean it, preserve it, preserve it, whatever. And it just, has been in my attic. And so I pulled it down. I was like, I hope it's even my dress. Like, I don't even know what's in here. You know, um, you didn't even check. I thought for sure my hips must've changed. I mean, I've had three kids, but I I couldn't believe it fit. And it was really fun to put it back on. The kids loved it. That is so cute. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I'm like, Oh, we'll save it for you guys, but it's totally falling apart. It's not going to make it until they're (laughs) married. Like up close. It's definitely like worse for wear, you know, (laughs) it's had better moments. I just know that my dress that I'm creating in my head, it's not going to be one of those heirloom pass it down type dresses. <laughs> it's going to be one of those like Halloween costumes I thought was a really good idea to use like metallic fabric paint on and later I'm like god that's crunchy and gross. <laughs> but I, it's totally worth it for the day. I'm yes. Yes. Okay. This is your greatest costume. We've said it once, we'll say it again. This is <laughs> your most epic dress up. Oh. I do love a good dress up. I mean, who doesn't? I'm really excited to talk to you about your wedding because I know you guys probably had some ceremonial things that I wouldn't be accustomed to mm-hmm. because you guys had a Jewish wedding. We did. Yeah. I see you being so outside of the box that I feel like you might be where I'm at now. <laughs> I get to pick and choose what traditions I think fit into my day. So I'm interested to hear what common traditional practices you had, what Jewish traditions you guys felt were important to include, or just like extra fun that you're like, we're going to do this one because like we can. Like that's awesome. Yeah. So we did have a somewhat traditional Jewish wedding. I mean, we served pork and we like had a lobster bake the night before. So I wouldn't say it's like full on Jewish wedding, but there were some things that were really important to like my husband and like my husband's dad more importantly like that we make sure we do the traditional Jewish thing Um, so we had some things Um, we had a chuppah which is the thing that you walk in with it's a temporary shelter thing that goes over your head and it's supposed to be like a protection thing for the bride and groom for life and so we actually I took my baby blanket and my husband's (sighs) baby blanket and I sewed them together onto this like piece of cloth and we use that as our chuppah so that was really cool and we you know we smashed the glass which is like you know the classic jewish thing to do that's a fun part right yeah oh totally i mean (laughs) you know my uh father-in-law had uh you know wanted it to be the guy has to smash that you know the groom smashes it not both like oh i don't i don't want to smash it anyway so it's fine we're good i'm a delicate flower i'll play i really don't don't like smashing something with glass right now and i'd be like you guys we have a whole room full of bottles let's all go smash let's let's go destroy let's get some rage out and then dance so what does that signify i'm i'm gonna just be a total dum-dum because i've seen it no i'm feeling that way too so i'm glad you're asking yeah it's actually i think a really cool thing so i tried to be when i was choosing like the different things that i wanted to include the smashing of the glass is one that i really like because when you smash a glass into a million pieces you can never put it back together again so it's kind of like talking about your relationship and how you really you know need to be there for each other. You can't break it. 
right? Don't mm. go breaking your relationship because assembling it back together, sure, you might be able to glue it back together, but it's never going to be the same. And so Aww. it's kind of that vibe. And it's really cool because my in-laws took that broken glass. They We used like a, a red wine glass for it. Um, asked specifically for a colored glass. And we were like, why? Like, okay, like whatever. So we found one at like, I don't know, some 99 cent store or something like that. And my in-laws got it put back together somehow-ish. <laughs> In resin, and it's so it's like this broken glass. It's completely broken, but it's in the shape of a wine glass. Oh and my it is, god! It's so cool. So that sits on one of our shelves in our house. That is so fucking creative. Yeah, oh, it's it was really wow. cool, really cool. And then the other thing we did is the ketubah, which is the Jewish marriage contract, and that's like that's really when you're married in the eyes of God is when you sign the contract. And traditionally it was like in the contract, like, you know, the dad gives me five goats and three sheep in order to marry my my daughter sort of a thing. That's obviously not what we put in ours. Ours was about, it was just our marriage vows that we had with each other. And then we both signed it and we made it with cut paper. I actually sent Bonnie a picture of it. Oh, you sent me a video and I freaked out and, and she sent, sent it, it to, to me Shannon. and I freaked yeah. out. It is so beautiful. Your save the date and stuff is all cut paper. And it was so similar to our ketubah that I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. You know, the trees overlapping with the initials carved in the tree type thing. And when you sent that to me and I got really excited and I was like, the shirt. And I was like, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but I feel like you and I are crafty soulmates. And it made me so excited. It was fun. My dad was raised Catholic and my mom is Jewish. Um, so that means I'm Jewish because it's passed down through the, the mom. Oh, um, I didn't know that either. Know that either. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The only thing in our patriarchal society that is passed down from the woman, basically. We like grew up, what I say is like Jew-ish, emphasis on the ish. <laughs> um, we, we only celebrated Hanukkah and Passover and that was it. So it really wasn't until I met my husband that we started celebrating more holidays just because that's how he was raised. But um, since then, we are back into the emphasis on the ish just because of, you know, our personal beliefs and stuff. I think that if I were to do my wedding again today, I would still want some of the Jewish traditions, but maybe not as many as we did. But I'm still I'm still really happy with how it all turned out. I love all these stories of the traditions, though. I think there's something to the sweetness of some of the heritage of, of a lot of the yeah. religious traditions. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be so strict. Yeah. And I feel like it's more to me, it's more about the fact that there's been like millions and millions of people that have done this over so many years that that's the part that feels more important to me than like the actual religious part of it yeah yeah. it's a symbolism that means something to you personally otherwise it's like if shannon and i found like a weird book buried under her house and Mm -hmm. it was like ancient witchcraft recipes we would be like yes that's my (laughs) destiny bitch like that sounds like a good time right there right that sounds perfect it's just like weird recipes but shannon's like well i guess i have all this cast iron glory but i definitely gonna gonna need need a bigger bigger culture yeah and i now cook with stones i know everything is stone soup i think one of the most beautiful things about your wedding story 
you know, people see their wedding day and they dream of their wedding day and they picture their wedding day being like, from this point forward, my life is going to be different. I'm going to be a married person. My life starts now. Like so many old storybooks, mm-hmm. like your life doesn't start until you like have a husband. I think the coolest part about your wedding story and, you know, love your husband. He's so great. However, I think it's your business because mm-hmm. you started wood burning. You are the Rachel Strauss of Woodburn Corner. You are the guru and my own personal muse you- of anything wood burning. I keep telling you to take me off this pedestal you put me on, but you don't listen. Listen, I made it out of it's wood impressive. and I'm going to burn it for you. <laughs> Nothing You're that on you it. about it. You're the reason burn book means something completely different. <laughs> right. Right. Speaking of. It's not just teenage shit talk. You started wood burning to create beautiful things for decor for your wedding. And Ever. you hadn't really wood burned before then, like I, intensely. No, at I, all. I picked it up to create art for my wedding. Like wow. we literally walked around Michael's and then I was like, ooh, what's this? And saw like they used to have this little bird burned display in the wood aisle. And I was like, ooh, this is cool. This would be good for our main in the woods on a lake wedding, you know? And so I got a burner that day, a walnut hollow burner, who this is the company that I now work with all the time and from Michael's, which now has my face on a sign in the store, which like, it's just, it all mm-hmm. blows my mind that it has gone from like me making a simple sign for my wedding to like where it is now. Like no one would have ever predicted this ever. Yeah. You said you could just go pick up a kit. I went and picked up a kit after not wood burning since high Mm -hmm. school. And when I sent you the picture, I was like, I picked this one. You said I needed a temperature gauge. Is this one good? And you said, look at the box. That's mine. And I look at it and it's legit the Rachel Strauss burn kit that I accidentally out of all of them picked out and it's got your art on the side. And that was was a really cool project getting my art on a product like that was something that was real special that's Mm -hmm. for sure it's very cool and when people come over and see my little wood burning I did Mm -hmm. for the book that I have hanging in my office like oh my gosh I can't believe you birthed that and I was like it's in this book and I hold out the book and they're like what tool do you use and I bring out the kit and I'm like it's this and that's the same girl from the book and isn't it cool and then we had some of Joe's friends got it and then hit me up for what exact model number it was because they want to get into wood burning I was like this is cool it's just inspiring everyone Bonnie's just a dealer (laughs) she's my little she's just she's like you want to burn one (laughs) yeah I mean I get in trouble sometimes because I'm like ooh I want to burn that and people are like excuse me like what are you saying right now? <laughs> like, no, no, no. If you were in my club, you'd get it. Right? <laughs> it's kind of wild to look back on the piece that I made because it's still hanging on my wall and think of where it's taken me now, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's so cool that you still had a passion for it after your wedding. Maybe you didn't burn yourself out on on wood burning. You didn't wood burn every single thing and then go, I'm so sick of this. And also I'm the yeah. bride with blisters mm. on my hands. Because I'm at that point where I'm like, oh, I had a great idea. Now let me do it to excess. And then uh, when the wedding's done, I'm like, I'm going to throw these away or I'm going to sell them to someone because I'm just, I'm at that point already. And the wedding hasn't even happened. I get it. We hand cut out with like uh, the little punches, little leaves for our wedding for like the mm-hmm. flower girls to throw. Like uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like hand punched. So many of them. We made everything for the wedding. Everything. Like it was all DIY, which I love doing. I mean, it's so fun, right? But 
there does come a point where you're like, I have to make 150 of these. Like it's fun for the first 10. And then you're like, okay, okay, now I'm done with this. You know, the grand vision is great. And then when you get down to the nitty gritty details, you're like, do I need to sacrifice this weird napkin right yeah. now? Do I need to have <laughs> Can this? my back handle this uh, over for this yeah. amount of time? You know? I love that yours was a woodland theme, though. Yeah, I mean, we were in the woods. We were in the main woods, you know, on That's a lake. My dream. Yeah, so we got my husband's family owns a boys' camp in Maine called Camp Wigwam. It's an amazing camp. Whoa! Yeah, if you've got sons, like send them to Camp Wigwam. It is the best place. Do they rent out to girls on the off season? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, they do some things. They've got some other programs that they do, but it's a boys camp and has been for 150 years or something like that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like a long time. I mean, it's the most beautiful place ever. And it was so awesome. And it was great because all of our guests got to stay in cabins. So oh. everybody stayed like on campus. And so we were able we it was a three-day event we had the lobster bake and then we did games all day because they have every sport you can possibly imagine available rock climbing pickleball tennis basketball soccer baseball fields i mean literally anything you can think of they have at camp and so people just played games all day long and then we had a relay race which was so much fun around the entire camp uh, and then we all got ready for the wedding and, and it was just like the best weekend. And the next morning we had breakfast and went for a hike, you know? So it, oh, it was just like, this is Bonnie's dream. Yes. You're, you're describing, describing she's everything <laughs> that's like, makes me happy in life. Oh. There's a reason why you go to camp. And then when you're way old, you remember your camp friends like, you oh, it was it the terribly. best time ever. Nothing I think is better to bring a family together, two families and join them like, competitive yelling in this field. <laughs> Nothing yes. like some competitive sports, you know? I mean, right? the pictures from the kickball, <laughs> that was like the best. I mean, my mother-in-law kicking a ball and running and I mean, just hilarious. So good. I would watch this if it was a movie. I mean, like I'm just picturing <laughs> we all have, of this. We have a little movie that we made for <laughs> us and my Gosh, kids watch it all the time. They love it and they feel like they were at the wedding, you know? They get all excited. They're like, Oh, this is the fun part, the dancing. Look, the rabbi took his shirt off, you know, and they're so excited. It is so funny when kids watch their parents' videos. A friend of mine just recently told me that her daughter watched their wedding video and cried and she was furious that she didn't get to go. The math didn't make sense. She was like, you didn't exist. So mad I didn't get to go to this party. I think that's the cool thing about our wedding because, you know. Joe's children are grown enough to participate yeah. in it and understand what's happening. Yeah. As it gets closer, they're getting excited about like their outfits they get to wear and who's going to be there. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. Man. So after you guys had this amazing wedding, so you guys weren't living in Maine at the time. No, we were living in Massachusetts, in uh, Medford, okay. Massachusetts, near Boston. Kind of like the coolest destination wedding. It was like 100, and, I want to say 120 people at the wedding. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, and a lot of our friends lived in Boston. So it was really, it's only a three hour drive from Boston. So mm-hmm. they all came up for a fantastic weekend, you know? Yeah. We flew my family out, two aunts and my grandma that came from like my my extended family, but that was, that was about it just because it's hard. Most of my family's in California. So it's 
that's not a cheap flight out to Maine and then plus an hour drive from the airport. And, you know, there's just a lot involved with that. It was, it was great having everybody there and getting to celebrate. That really solves the hotel situation (laughs) is what my brain is thinking. And it made it really easy for people to find somebody for the night. Let me tell you. Ooh, (gasps) Camp Romance. There were six different ones for our wedding, which I was impressed by. I was like, you know, it's a good wedding when there are six hookups right like yeah you know that's a good wedding (laughs) i think that's fantastic my brain keeps going to the stereotypical like yenta at the wedding that's going like well he's a doctor and you're single and right we're here like i feel like that would be my already doing your wedding yeah Yeah. i would have just walked around and and tried to pair up everyone. They didn't need any of our help for the weekend. <laughs> they just needed some lobster and a couple drinks. Yeah, and- an open bar that was helpful, you know. Um, but yeah, oh my goodness! Was- I mean, there's nothing more romantic than kicking someone's ass at kickball. Yeah, I mean that really brings <laughs> people together. It really right. Does. It gets those pheromones. And then pumping. you drink about it, and then you're like, "Let's go make out by a lake somewhere." Yes. <laughs> That's I delightful. mean, it's like something that I feel like I'm quite proud of. I would be proud of that. That like my wedding was so fun that all these people like had such a good time together. You know what I mean? Like that was just, it was really great. The joy just literally runneth over. It's all fine. (laughs) I I think the funniest part about our wedding was at one point, our quote unquote rabbi, he wasn't, he wasn't a rabbi, but a lot of people that were there didn't know that because he just was the guy that married us and he spoke in Hebrew because he can read Hebrew and whatnot. He's my husband's cousin. But at one point when we're all dancing on the floor, he's he's soaking wet in sweat. He takes off his shirt. He's dancing all groovy. And then for some reason, one of my bridesmaids decides that she's going to go and lick his back. <gasps> Ew. Oh, my God. We were like excited about the licking part and then we were instantly grossed out by the back. That's hilarious. Uh, everybody was just horrified. The music stops. Just like There were people like, oh my God, look at the rabbi. We got a party rabbi, guys. Like, it was different. so hilarious. I mean, just so many comical, ridiculous stories. Everybody went skinny dipping at the end of the night. Like it was so good. It was a wild, wild, fun, amazing time. It really was. That's so cool. You guys had like the safety and the comfort level the of being on your own. You yeah, you guys are in your own little bubble. The outside world isn't affecting you at all. So you can kind of just get real loose. Oh, boy, did we. <laughs> it was wild and out. It was great. It was a really fantastic. It couldn't have gone better. There really wasn't anything that went awry, which was oh. amazing because we did not have a rain plan at all like no rain contingency and it rained the night before the wedding but only at night so everybody's in their cabins and they're hearing rain trickling on their roof which is like the metal roof you know like so fantastic but it didn't rain during the day and it was like warm and everything turned out so perfect it was really great it's supposed to be good luck if it rains before your wedding well it must have been because things turned out pretty well yeah you're also just like a fucking fun time (laughs) you would be the most fun bride did you have any moments 
getting it all prepared where you like stressed oh, out yeah. or you felt like a bridezilla or you just like easygoing? I ever felt like a bridezilla. I was never like demanding of anything. Like I was really easygoing, even with like my bridesmaids outfits and stuff. I'm like, just have it be fall colors. I really don't care. Yeah. Wear whatever you want, wear what's comfortable. The only freak out moment I had was because of the rain situation and we were packing and getting ready to leave and we were in our house and I just like, I remember <laughs> breaking down crying in front of the dishwasher, like sitting in front of the dishwasher crying <laughs> just for a moment. And then I got up and was like, all right, let's keep going, you know, but like, it just took me like a minute to just like collect myself and be like, all right, if we don't, if we don't have a rain plan, we don't have a rain plan. Like we'll figure it out. You're just a trooper. Like you kind of have like a, a good pivot attitude on all things. So if it had rained, I bet you would have been like, well, we're getting married in the rain and we're still skinny dipping guys. <laughs> yeah. I probably would have just danced in the rain and let it be what it was. I mean, I was Absolutely. bound and determined to make it the best weekend ever, you know, for everybody, not just for me. I wanted everybody to feel like this is the best wedding I've ever been to. I just want it to be fun. <laughs> Sounds like a great time. I want to go like, back in time. Yes. And- not only be your friend. Yeah. Oh, I would, you guys would be there in a heart. What can I do to help? I would be that girl. Well, and you would have loved the bouquet too, because for our bouquets and like the boutonnieres, all we did was collect leaves because it was fall. So we collected Aww. leaves and just made a leaf bouquet and a leaf boutonniere. Like, and it was so fun to do with my bridesmaids before the wedding. Like that's was one of our activities that we did. I love that. That is the best part of fall. We had fall leaves in a bunch of our table settings and stuff. And I was like, this is the best color yeah we have yeah. so little color in Oregon and it was perfect timing and they're it's free cool. and they're gorgeous yeah it's free whatever happens just keep having fun just you know let it all just like brush right off of you because you want that whole day to just feel good you know yeah. and so if you just don't let the things that might bother you bother you like then it'll feel good I feel like you are one of my wisest friends oh geez you should get better friends Bonnie <laughs> you should get better I friends I knew that she was gonna say that the minute you said that I was like oh she's gonna tell you you're silly That's no awesome. I do I feel like like you are just such a strong-willed woman. You know what you want out of life. Very strong. You, Very opinionated. That's for sure. You're focused. You have all Driven. this like inertia behind mm-hmm. you. And I'm just like happy to be in the wake of the stream you leave behind of like, yes, let me just be in the mist, which is Rachel passing <laughs> oh in the night. Full of inertia. Steam. That is the perfect. You are full of inertia. The best and descriptive word for Rachel. You really pass that energy on Mm -hmm. and that's true after having met your husband and your children I fucking love your family unit I think you guys are all so interesting and you're all so different Mm -hmm. you're just like a really cool pod full of cool brains all the quirks fit together though yes and no one's limited and you all have like this little special something you bring to the table and it's so amazing, but I, I look at your family and I look at you and your husband. I feel like lesser men couldn't handle you. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Okay, so first off, thank you for all those comments about my family. <laughs> I agree. They are amazing, okay? But when I was first dating my husband, one of the things that I asked him, like we were hanging out and I said, are you sure you can handle me? <laughs> he looked at me and he was like, I think so. <laughs> I'm willing to try. Not entirely sure, but he knew that he had to try. Right. 
That's How did you guys meet? Yeah. Uh, we met on JDate, actually. The Jewish yeah. online oh! dating website. Yeah. Well, that's, that's amazing. amazing. It's a funny story because I had just recently broken up with my boyfriend who got abusive and I just was like, you're done. Bye. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And so, you know, I immediately hopped on dating apps mm-hmm. and I was going out on dates. I had all these dates lined up and then I realized I went on a date with a guy who was Jewish, but I had like met him on like match or something like that and yeah and I was like this guy automatically got like that plus one point just because he's Jewish and so I was like I should go check out J-Date so I hopped on J-Date and like gave it a try and my husband hot listed me which- and so I commented back like hot list huh and I guess he hadn't paid because you know he's Jewish and so he um <laughs> He, he got the, that the notification that there was a message, but he couldn't read it until he paid money, and so he paid money so he could read my one line of hot list, huh? Oh my god! It was a Friday night. I had just gone out on a date and like came home and was like, you know, that date was fine. Whatever. I'm home. It's like eight o'clock. Like it was just like a dinner date. It's eight o'clock. I hop on on J date and he's on and like he's able to chat with me. So we're chatting and he's trying to find a date to take me out on a date and I have all these dates lined up because I'm new to match you know and I've got all of these dates yep, yep, and yep, so yep. I'm like oh I'm busy 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 and so he's like well it's Friday night like here we are trying to meet up like what about right now and I was like oh I was like okay because I mean I was already dressed I had just come from a date you know <laughs> oh you're like gosh. I don't have to waste my makeup it was fantastic and so we went out we met up and we ended up staying up talking like out until 5 a.m. Oh my God. We we're both so tired that we just needed to leave. But like, I went home and literally told my roommate that I found my husband. Oh, and then just canceled? Canceled all the rest. I canceled all the rest of the dates and uh, we met up like the next day. And then, not even three months later, we were moving across the country together. Oh, wow. Scared the crap out of my parents, let me tell ya. But um, it worked out. You're like, He's a nice Jewish boy. I met him on J Day. It worked out. It all worked out. That's so fucking fantastic. Like we just didn't we didn't want to leave each other. You know, like it was just like this attraction in a way where it was like I just want to do nothing but sit and talk with you. My husband's brother also married a redhead. So like Oh. Yeah, I'm like, like what that. did your parents like uh, and we're both Jewish redheads, which is like I feel like that's an anomaly is yeah that, that okay. common and and so i'm like what did your parents say to you guys like go forth and find a redhead like what like what bring us a fair maiden with a smart mouth and fire hair please <laughs> exactly it's just so funny how it works i do love that all of our partners they find our maniac creativity endearing yes and when we're wild and strange they all kind of just cock their head and smile and shake their head in amusement and wonder and awe and so maybe right. some mild annoyance like it but it's like real real trace amount it's like so where it's like i'm so in love with this weird fucking human yep. but like is there something wrong like, with me maybe <laughs> she's she's a little nuts and i like that i like when my husband tips his head and looks at me and shakes his head like you're fucking crazy yeah I'm so happy that you J-dated because me too. I like that I could say it past tense. J-dated. Yeah, J-dated. me too. I mean. And you were hot fucking listed. Had he not hot listed you? It wouldn't have happened. Aww. Let's wrap this beautiful, magical story up. Mm-hmm. And if you could give me 
any more of your wisdom, if you have one piece of sage advice for either prepping for the wedding, after the wedding, during the wedding, what would be the number one thing that pops out in your mind that you would be like, as a married lady, definitely do this? Uh, So I would say take time with him to just soak in like what's happening around you. You know what I mean? Like to get that mental snapshot, like in that moment, it goes by Mm -hmm. so fast, so fast. And so I feel like having like certain brain snapshots, you know what I mean? Of moments where you just like pause with him to be like, look at this, like all of our friends and family are here right now. Like this is so to have that moment where you can scan the crowd and just realize that they're all there for you. It's just a really really um a cool thing and don't sweat anything bad that happens like just let it roll right off because then you walk away with a good feeling about it regardless of what happens you know any little hiccups you can default to your team because you have a bridesmaids team that's pretty phenomenal pat self on back yeah but just make sure that you like you know with him have a couple of moments where you're really soaking it all in. I'm very excited. You should be. It's going to be great. You're marrying um, your person. It's a really big deal when you get to like say those words in front of all of your people. I'm you know? excited. I hope that our fake pastor takes his shirt off and somebody licks him. Yeah. Ew, that'll probably happen. <laughs> okay. I had another memory that I, that I have to tell you about. But Ooh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's something that I think every wedding should do. Oh. At one point, everybody sat us down in chairs and they all just danced for us so like (gasps) we sat down and then like people were taking turns doing stupid things to entertain us and it was so much fun like all of my husband's fraternity brothers did like a chant my sisters did this dancing thing my brother did something my parents did something with my dog like it just was hilarious to see like people like taking turns you know they're all in like a, a circle around the dance floor sort of thing with us in the front and like people coming out and doing something silly and then someone else coming out and doing something silly and it just <sighs> was so so entertaining but it does require like the bridesmaids like going around and be like hey by the way at some point we're gonna put the people in chairs and like Hell go yeah. up and dance for them in some way shape or form it's like being the camera in all the good yes. 90s movies yes. where yes. the crowd parts and somebody's coming down the then way you I'm like, get to I see all the moods. but it's one of those like memories that i have where i'm like god that was great like that was so great so i would i, I would that. recommend that if you're gonna like start out on the dance floor like you know we do the chair lifting and the horror and all of that and then it led into everybody performing for us and it was just oh. so fun and unexpected i what i didn't know that it was going to happen one of my bridesmaids set it up and so i'm like you got to do that it was great i like it i kind of like that you could do like a dance roulette because we know the dj yeah. <laughs> and now I'm, my wheels are turning because i kind of like that yeah but it, it gave everybody the opportunity to have their moment to do something silly or funny or fun and it was it was That's great cute. it was really really funny and get their wiggles out. I just pictured Aiden doing a serious lawnmower dance. Yeah. Cool moves. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for hanging out with us on this yeah, seriously. Anytime. wonderful day. I appreciate you. And anytime we're able to fucking hang out with Rachel. Pow-wow. We're doing it. We anticipate it. We're, we're literally just making up episodes at this point. We right. Can. We're just trying to hang out with our friends. <laughs> <laughs> we love you so much. Love you. And guys. thank you for sharing your fun fucking story with us. So good. Uh, everything about you is dynamic and magical. And I'm just so, I wish I could go back in time and be a part of this crazy wedding. Cause I've never skinny dipped in my life. Really? What? And 
I'm surprised. I've been chubby my whole life in this Kate Moss 90s lifestyle. I wasn't about to jump into a lake. I'm I'm totally willing to do it now. We're going to do that at some point. It's going to have to happen. I agree. There's a body of water. I'm getting in it and I'm getting in it naked. (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) I love you guys. This was so fun. I'm really glad that I got to chat with you guys. This is really nice. Us too. I just, I love the both of you so freaking much. We love you so freaking much. I just put another wood round on your fucking pedestal. (laughs) Get over it. Awesome. Love you. Love Love you guys. Burn Club. Happy 10 year anniversary, girl. Oh my god, I got goosebumps again. I know. Jesus. This is so hard to do. Hard to talk about love. I have goosebumps everywhere. I hate talking about love. I love love, but I hate talking about it. Who's on next, Shannon? Allison Ward. Allie's our next. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Next guest. Hi. Hi. Hey. Oh, I'm so 
grateful not to see your faces or you to see. <laughs> oh, dude. You sound cozy like you're in a blanket. <gasps> no, I'm just tired and I had Negronis last night. <laughs> yes, girl. Oh, Did you guys have fun? Negroni. God, that sounds I'd good. It's so good. It was What's a mezcal a, Negroni. Is it like a jabroni? No. It is like it's- a jabroni. Negronis make jabroni. <laughs> the first rule of Saturday nights. No, it was my husband's <laughs> birthday. I love that. I know. Just wait. Bonnie, soon, soon you get to say that with the same level of smugness. Thank you for joining us for our matrimony pony episode. (laughs) This is very matrimonial and I'm here for it. Let's ride this pony all the way to Alter Town. Wife o'clock. It's coming up. TikTok, TikTok. A month away. (laughs) It is a month away, but you are still in it. You're still in the tingly brand new after moments Mm -hmm. of being a new wifey. It's true. Because you just got married in July. July. I know it feels so new. And yet I still haven't even like looked through pictures and printed any. So yeah, ask me if I've sent any thank you cards yet. Not a single (laughs) one. Just reveling. It's cool. I still have your (laughs) wedding gift that I made for you in three parts and I haven't assembled them yet. I just need to assemble them and send them to you. And I'm like, oh my God, the latest. I'm very, you got a year. Apparently we got a year to get our shit together on either side of it. So here's what I'm finding about weddings that I'm enjoying. All the little traditions, all the little rules and regulations of past things being a modern bride, we kind of get to pick and choose and go, oh yeah, like I totally believe in this. I have to have it. And then the other things are like, meh. So you could throw a bunch of shit out the window and go, I don't believe in all that. But when it comes to traditions that like work in your favor, like Mm -hmm. I have a year to send you your gift. I abide by that tradition now. That's my new thing. (laughs) And I like it. Do you have any traditions that you went gung-ho for or some that you were definitely like, I'm not doing this. Fuck this. It's funny you should ask because I, my family has a deep-seated tradition and I'm the last daughter to get married. Two sisters got married in very different ways. One sister got married in all white in a chapel to an evangelical youth pastor. They were 23. My other sister got married already bun in the oven because that's how they wanted to do it in all black at City Hall with no notice to a guy who is a thrash metal guitarist. So I have like two very different sisters. You can really go anywhere then after that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You can. There's like no pressure. I did not know that we have a family tradition on my dad's side with my uncle Ron Hendricks who upon getting wedded, he kisses the groom on the face or the lips. And apparently uh, both my brother-in-laws were aware of this tradition and uh, didn't happen at their weddings. But we did go up this July after we got married and my husband got a big goopy kiss on the face from Uncle Ron Hendricks, (laughs) who thought it was just the funniest thing in the world. And they had a nice hug and then Uncle Ron Hendricks started crying about how much he loves our family. It was very sweet. It was a very like a, a super goopy one, but I did not know that that was a tradition until uh, until it was quite upon us. <laughs> Man well, kiss tradition. Mm-hmm. I like it. Do we want to tell the listeners a little bit about your story? If you oh, guys yeah. don't know who Allie Ward is. You're crazy. Um, oh, sorry. I don't know how you found her podcast right. or what rock you've been living under. That's weird. She is our pod dad. She is of Ologies podcast. She is Netflix queen extraordinaire science royalty if you will she's the science 
queen with the most. She's and... the voice of your Fred Meyer and Kroger ads on <laughs> oh, everything you listen she to. She talks to me on every Hulu it. break, and I'm like, listen, I need my vegetables to be fresher than fresh. And this shit is bananas, and that is the song <laughs> that was in the background of one of the ads, and I point and I say, hi, Allie, every time it happens. We're creepy. I love it. We talk to our TVs. Yeah. So Allie just married her <laughs> longtime sweetheart, and your love story is magical. Oh, gosh. Well, essentially, love at first sight, saw this man, walked into a butcher shop. He was in a chainmail apron and was way too hot for me. Such a babe, but so funny. We ended up talking on the rooftop. But I was like, you're way too young for me. Like, gross. I could have babysat you. But also, you're very hot and you ride a little scooter. Anyway, so um, I'll cut right to the chase and hope that my family's not listening to this. But we did end up making out that night. I took him to a public park and we boned in the woods in public. <gasps> That's my favorite part of this story. Yes. Is that weird? That's the dream. Right? Like no one says it out loud, but like, honestly, that's the dream. And like, there's nothing more romantic. I mean, out of character also for me, (laughs) typically, I was like so many dates with people that I was like, please don't get your face anywhere near mine. So funny. Such a hottie. Yeah. Very smart. And then fast forward like seven years of, but you're too young for me. But we're in different places. You deserve someone younger or whatever. And so we broke up a bunch. We didn't realize that he had ADHD and I had anxiety. So we were also like very easily butthurt by each other. God. Yeah. You're both untreated walking around being like, am I disappointing the other person? Are they mad at me? Constantly. Do you hurt me or is this real love? (laughs) And then, boom, was very happy to get diagnosed. It's been smooth sailing ever since. Around Christmas, pandemic Christmas, we'd never spent Christmas together, but he took me to the woods at midnight on Christmas. And boned you good? He did not, (laughs) but he did give me a ring. And then we were like, it's pretty cold. Let's just go home. (laughs) But um, yeah, so we we went to this spot in the park. So I don't think my family knows that story, but what do you do? Sometimes love at first sight. I realized that I remember Bonnie and I came onto the scene before you and Jake got back together. <gasps> yeah. So we actually remember Lonely Alley. Lonely right? Alley. No. Do you remember in her old apartment? <laughs> you used to fall asleep at your old apartment and just, just in the yeah. closet, a lonely yep. workaholic. <laughs> you were in a and moment. And now you have someone that says, hey, honey, put food in you. Hey, here's some I know. tea. <laughs> hey, you want to smoke a joint with me in the moonlight? I just remember your first date back and you were so nervous and then you were like, okay, so I did a thing. But you were like so filled with joy that we were like, oh my God, fuck yeah. But you're also so secretive about it. It's like you didn't want to jinx it. Yeah, exactly. You guys vibe. had dated so many times that it's maybe it's one of those things. Oh, none that, of like, your friends want to hear. I'm not going to say it. it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're back with him. Let's your friends think you're lasts. crazy. Meanwhile, yeah. Bonnie and I are made from pure solid crazy. And we're like, fuck yeah, true love rules. <laughs> when I got a glimpse of this like bona fide oh hunkasaurus mm. rex, I was like, damn, he's, he's like a male model. And it doesn't help that he like randomly has a super hot brother too. Like every time he what posts the- a happy birthday <laughs> post or something about his brother, I'm like, I forget there's like I know. More two of hotties. Like they're clone <laughs> I know. hotties. He's so he's weird. He's a very weird too, dude, I which I think he's like prime time. It really romance. is one of oh, those yeah. loves that you're like, well, we're definitely not going to get over this. So let's just go with it. Like I, I was always in love with him. You Every day from the it. day I yeah. met him. Although mm-hmm. it's like you might not always be in the right place for it. Like I think that's the thing is 
Mm-hmm. You know, we had some stuff to figure out first. I think it's great. We went off, dated other people that we were like, I don't like them as much at all. And then we're like, okay, cool. So we've settled into a very like chill spot, a very like confident, like, yes, this is definitely, I have tried some other gelatos and this is definitely the flavor that I would like to get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's I got nuts it. in it. Does it ever. I love your love story and I love that you guys took time out to kind of investigate yourselves. Were you always comparing everyone else to him in the back of your mind? One billion percent. Yes. I mean, I couldn't not. I just was, we had such an instant connection and he was so funny and so sharp and so smart. But you know, some of the things that I loved about him, they're obviously part of who he is, but him not knowing that he had ADHD until he was like 32 or something, it changed his life immeasurably. And it changed the way that I saw him too, because there's so much about him that's like so fast and frenetic and weird and wonderful. But there's the other side to that is like, you're the smartest person I know. Like, how is your car getting towed? Because <laughs> you didn't pay any of your parking tickets. Like you <laughs> yeah. would drop anything in a heartbeat to help a friend like move a refrigerator across town on your back, but like you cannot fold your laundry. Like there were things about him that I was like, I don't oh understand God. how to do life with this. And I'm already like, you know, kind of pretty anxious. And so there were just things that I thought were confusing in terms of how he prioritized things. And so sometimes like when someone has ADHD and they space out and they leave you hanging and you're like, we were supposed to go to dinner like two hours ago. Like if you're an anxious person, it's very easy to be like, well, obviously I'm not important to you. I saw sex in the city. You're just not that into me because clearly you would have been here (laughs) or whatever. Then you find out like, no, he's just late for everything. So there's things that like, uh, have made it a lot easier. So we've been able to meet in the middle about a lot of things and it's made it so much easier. But yeah, you know, but I just think sometimes people's bumps in the road, we keep them super private and mm-hmm. obviously everyone else's relationship looks really seamless. I don't know. I think no one's really is, but it's just if you really like someone, you will learn how to bridge those gaps. Or if you have a good doctor who <laughs> will tell you like, this is what's going on with your brain that no one ever yeah. told you. It's like, that's really helpful. And Jared's really honest on his stuff that he talks about on his own personal space of things. So like the things he posts about ADHD stuff make me question diagnosis for shit I do. <laughs> because the folding of the laundry and being late for things and prioritizing things and it's not just seeing something shiny there's a whole nother depth to all of that so it does make me wonder there's some things about my personality that piss off people with anxiety i have been told by friends with adhd that we have adhd (laughs) and it makes us feel extra proud when we're like we do a podcast yeah it's bi-weekly but like we're we're doing it. We're very on top of that one thing. One thing is our priority. But Joe has been diagnosed with ADHD. And so I see the struggles and I see where frustration could come from. And I've had to learn and grow right alongside with him. And he's had it for a long time. But it's also like, I can see where he chases the dopamine. I can see where he is like unsatisfied Mm -hmm. in certain things and will bebop over to a new thing right away. And then sometimes he's like, oh, I forgot what we were doing. I was like, we were standing up to walk out the door. I got my keys in my hand. And Mm -hmm. what are you doing? (laughs) Can I ask you a question about tradition? Because I am curious. We got to grace your wedding via Zoom and it was a delight. And my God, we felt honored and we bawled like little bitches and it was fabulous. (laughs) We wouldn't have had it any other way because pandemic wedding is crazy town and you're amazing and you did everything perfect. But I have a question. When... When you guys planned and you went up to the altar, did you 
have a special plan to be on the opposite of what is a traditional side for bride and groom. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Were we really? Yes. You didn't know. <laughs> we don't know shit, dude. Oh my god! I'm dead. I thought that was an in your face to tradition. I thought that was a, like we we are your mom and your dad, and we're gonna just be on. <laughs> no, we just didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> oh, that's where I am right now. That's great. So we're making plans for things. I'm going. I don't. Are we supposed to be doing this? And people go do whatever you want. And I'm like, but that's the thing. Is like. I don't know what we're supposed to want even oh at this point. Like, what do we do? Oh my God. Do whatever. Yeah. I thought you guys did it on <laughs> no. purpose. No, we were like, we got the venue like six days before. And you know, what's funny is Kelly and I did the reverse and I don't think we meant to. Oh my God. That's really funny. So I assume there was drinking and dancing I and saw fun, dancing. fun, fun. Let's give everyone like a rundown of your day Ugh. what went right what was something now that you're thinking back on and being like wish this was different well first off i will say i got a little bit of advice before the wedding i like posted something a few days before being like anyone been through this any advice and got some great advice one thing is try not to lose track of your spouse once you get married mm. like it's very easy to get like pulled into conversations with oh my uncle and then you're talking to your cousin da, da, da. but try to just keep holding hands the whole time that way you have the same memories of the night which i thought was oh great advice that just touched my heart because i'm picturing you two being social butterflies <laughs> and how hard that would have been it is that was very helpful in terms of the drinking not a whole bunch which is a piece of advice that was great I don't know who gave it to me or if I gave it to myself, but it was just like, you're not eating a lot. You're running around and mm -hmm. I'm kind of a lightweight. And so I think I maybe had like two glasses of wine the whole night. But the rest of the time I had a, just like a champagne glass that was filled with kombucha, which was like great. Oh. It was like hydrating. I also drank a lot of water. And so I didn't feel like I was Good. ever like, you know, beyond my reasonable capacities like you can actually enjoy it that way yeah. yeah just enough to dance like a goof but not enough to be any different from how I would normally be so I think less drinking is probably better and uh, have something in your glass that is non-alcoholic that if you need a break from things because people will be foisting all kinds of things in your hands mm -hmm. <laughs> if you already have something yeah. in your hands you're like I'm good because people be getting you very drunk on your wedding night they want to get you laid okay. man. they want to get you laid I like yeah. that we're gonna have signature cocktails yeah Joe wants to do like a third drink that's called getting loose dance juice. Nice. Oh, and it's Jesus. for people that aren't yet having a great time and you just have them some oh. getting loose dance juice. I'm gonna make you some jungle punch. Wiggle for that. it out. Yeah. yeah we have a we have a little great. dispenser, so it's gonna be that's pretty amazing. and we want some we want some of Shannon's edible glitter. I'm gonna put in glitter it. in it so it's swirly and you're like, I this glitter drink makes me feel joy. <laughs> I'm silly. That is genius <laughs> and very thoughtful, and I love that. It's we have a, a lot, lot of awkward friends. And then I'm gonna have a bunch of energy energy drinks because I can't yeah. get through a fucking regular day now without like 400 milligrams of caffeine like the pandemic has broken me mm -hmm. so I'm gonna just energy drink it up what about what's our insulin plan for the evening oh she's oh a I purse. have a teeny tiny yeah. little purse <laughs> having a basket <laughs> under our sweetheart <laughs> table and literally I 
check and do my blood just so constantly that I think the fun part of that is going to be like towards Gross. the end of the night noticing how many weird little blood spots I have on my oh, white lace dress where I'm like ha, I pricked my finger and I oops it's on my dress <laughs> just go in and oh, see sparkles delicious sparkles Ooh. isn't that just going to be an indicator of your maidenhood lost anyway <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because I'm virginal mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very much so. Obviously. Sweet that you waited. Yeah. It's been handies <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> or in my diabetic dry hand case, we call them sand jobs. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Horny. Uh, <clears throat> so, drinking, dancing, very oh, much fun. Do that. You guys had some family there, but a lot of your family is from Montana. My dad's one of 11, my mom's one of six, and we planned the wedding so last minute because of the pandemic that... Yeah, trying to figure out who could come in from out of state, also during increasing Delta numbers. Yeah. June 15th is when California, like, air quote, like, reopened, where mm-hmm. our governor was like, it's on. Like, a hot back summer is happening, and you could gather with, like, 5,000 people unmasked indoors. That was the limit, 5,000. So we were like, okay. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so we moved it from our backyard with just our immediate family to, okay, let's have a few more people and a couple more friends can come. Local LA people can come. It's not too much of an ask because it's so last minute. And we'll do it inside at a soundstage. And then five or I guess six days before the wedding, we were starting to see Delta numbers. <laughs> we're going up and they were like masks oh. on indoors. Sorry, JK, we just told you two weeks ago, but turns out, which I completely understand science changes based on how much data you have. And I was like, awesome. Thank you for figuring that out couple days before the wedding, I was like, what if we lose all the money that we've already paid this venue, flush several thousand dollars down the toilet, change all of our plans and do it outside with uh, rapid tests. And so that's what we did. And um, yeah, so things were ever changing. It was so, so stressful to try to figure out like chasing all of these different protocols Mm -hmm. and figuring out like, well, if we get people on planes and there's a possibility of breakthrough transmissions... And we've gotten all these mm-hmm. people on planes. We're like, what are, what, like, at what cost? So we had to kind of like split the difference in terms of the pandemic wedding and had like local, local people outdoors and my family. And then everyone else was just Zoom. It's so much to plan anyway. And there's so much anxiety there. And I'm starting to feel that myself as the countdown happens to where I'm like wood burning our table numbers. And I'm like, oh, I have to make a new <laughs> wood burn sign for um, near the food tables that say like something cute along the lines of like want a bite to eat go grab your mask (laughs) because I don't want you know I don't want to have to change everything it's but I want everyone to feel safe and good and it's just such a fucking weird feeling do you feel extra pressure because you are like the face and the voice of science to be able to have people come to your wedding when people have parties and suddenly they're like oh well this whole county because this party happened died you know and it's just I'm thinking the worst am I being irresponsible for finally planning my wedding am I being irresponsible for getting people together it's been a great resource for me to say, hey, wedding's coming up. Like, have you gotten vaccinated? <laughs> I'm that crazy person. So I feel like I'm doing my due diligence. But do you feel planning your wedding had just so much extra anxiety for all those extra steps? And then also just like that nerve wrackingness of you're taking responsibility for all these people. Oh, for sure. It was like the the idea of bringing the world's best science communicators all in one spot to have a right. breakthrough transmission just as we started mm-hmm. to learn about the, 
the Delta variant was like, this is a horror show. That's exactly what went yeah. through my mind. Yeah. You just gathered some of the best brains yeah. in science. And then you're I like, know. killed ya. Killed ya. <laughs> I did oh an oopsie. God. I did an oopsie. But the oh. other thing was, it's like, we couldn't uninvite them because... They were like all of our, you know, LA friends that we told around the 15th, like the 16th, the 17th were like, hey, if you're free in a couple of weeks, we're going to get married. Obviously, if you can come, great. And then we couldn't uninvite them a week before the wedding. So we were like, ah. Tara and I sat down to dinner and I was like, "Uh, okay, I have a pitch. Hear me out. And he was like, fuck. (laughs) It was a week before the wedding. And I was like, I know we just paid the other venue. And we have everything set to be delivered there. But. Oh, God. I feel really weird about having it indoors. It feels very irresponsible. I'm incredibly nervous. Uh, If anyone gets sick, I will never forgive myself. And also, it's a bad look, dude. And um, all of those all of those things. Yeah. We moved it back to my backyard. Started doing all of the planning for that. Started measuring everything we were just going to do at my backyard. And then we realized that at that point, we might as well just try to do it outside somewhere else because uh, it was going to be too much work to do it at our place. What were you going to do? A shuttle up your we hill? Did where, are the, where are people going to park? Exactly. What was your parking It was strategy, going ma'am? to be very bad. <laughs> was oh gonna work. And then we're like, do we have to rent extra toilets? We we're just like, fuck yes. it. Yes. So we, oh my goodness. we went to this like museum that happened to have an opening. And they're like, we have a marionette show on the lawn until two and after that it's yours and I was like great we'll take it you know I was telling Jared about it and literally I was like the amount of money that we're gonna lose is going to be several thousand dollars but the notion that I could lose a job in the future because I absolutely disregarded scientific protocol of of like making Mm -hmm. sure to mask indoors was a absolutely not worth anyone dying and then just from a fiscal perspective like it's a good investment to make sure that we are doing this safely. So yeah, we bought um, several thousand dollars also worth of rapid tests at the door. Yeah. Which was so... God, you're so smart. But it was so fun to tell people like, hey, get there early because we'll be swabbing your nose. Like, what a weird... What a... No. What are you supposed to do? The people that love you would not have expected anything Yes, like that. That's the thing. At the end of the day, the people that are coming for your big day... But go back to your point of, did I realize that I was on the wrong side of the altar? Like... We're lucky I got down there with shoes. Like, there's no, there was so much that we were like, whatever, dude, just didn't care about. You well, know? the only reason I noticed that you guys did it is because we accidentally did Aww, it. Oh, maybe it's good luck. I, maybe it is. Uh, I don't know. So you're going to have medium luck because. Oh, God. <laughs> July, historically, yeah. yes. is oh. said to be the most unlucky <gasps> month to wet. Is I read it, really? it. I know, but why did you yeah. tell Wait, her? Wait, okay, tell me why. Well, it's, been, it's been done. It's not like it's, a, done. it's unprinted in books it's now. She got married divorced. in July. We're getting divorced. But that's we're a... getting remarried in December. <laughs> no. Why is but that? you've done Redo. everything different. Yeah, why is that? Yeah. Do you know why it's unlucky? I, it j- it's just always been said. It's like a, yeah, it's just like a superstitious thing. But also, the more I'm reading about specific traditions, the more I'm going, God, I'm really just picking and choosing what I want. Oh, God. Yeah. I really want the whole something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue down the aisle mm-hmm. because I don't know why. But I, I it's like, like it's one. like it's like playing um like scavenger hunt like it's like yeah I like that one know? too I'm like you got, you got collect all four yeah. and I'm like prepared like I got my armor on as a bride mm-hmm. we're not doing the garter toss because it's gross Thank you. I Same. think it's gross the mm-hmm. bouquet toss and the garter toss garter toss was only created because the bouquet toss existed 
that the, the gentlemen grooms wanted to make it even. And then the only reason there's a bouquet toss was because in the 17th century, mm-hmm. the bride used to, after they like had their send off, the bride would take to the hills. She'd kick her shoes off and fucking run because all the bridesmaids would try to pull what? a piece of her outfit off to get the luck of the bride down to her flesh. She'd be left like naked in a fucking field if she got caught. So they created the bouquet as a double source of it camouflages your medieval cunt. (laughs) (laughs) That gross scent. It it camouflages all those gross smells and then uh, makes you smell like flowers instead. And then also you have something to throw at the scavengers so you didn't have to take to the hills. Literally is what it said. They ran into the woods to get away from the single bloodthirsty oh, that's maidens. crazy, but it's awesome. Yeah. That should tell so you that easy. you definitely can pick and choose whatever traditions, because the traditions were yeah. also like, A, you were now livestock that was owned, oh, right. and also B, like, you'd have to have your um, your freshly ruptured hymen dabbed with a white cloth oh. to show your mother-in-law. Like, take, you take wedding traditions, you fuck whichever ones you don't want to do, because they're all sort of like mired in some in yeah. some pretty rough stuff so yeah it feels very woo woo and it's mm-hmm. almost like you could do everything wrong on your day of as long as you have communication with your partner that's what i'm learning yeah as long as, long as you're both like we don't give a fuck and like let's talk about our lives together for the rest of our life like i feel like we'll be fine oh god yeah yeah it's really yeah. like I, I was i my only superstition that i had was like i did want to do the thing where you didn't see each other all day just because yeah. i thought it for some reason I'm superstitious about it a little bit, um, and also I thought it would be fun to like see each other for the first time. Like, look at me, I clean up pretty good. Um, That's the whole special yeah. thing. Like even Kelly and I did that. We got married in a bar. Kind of nice. So I mean, I love yeah, hide around the corner kind of thing until it's yeah. time. We're it's doing nice. like a quickie walkthrough mm-hmm. of like. All right, you guys, doors, walk, meet, yeah, aisle, cool, cool. Now we're all going to separate and go get ready yeah. mm-hmm. and have hours and where you guys are going to be downstairs and we're going to be upstairs and he's not going to get to see me in my dress until I'm walking down. Because I want that moment. I mm-hmm. want I want him to fucking cry a little yeah. bit. Jared, Jared teared up. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, he's a crybaby. It's great. He, I love it. His face when he saw you. And then our we looked at each other when we saw you in your perfect little dress with your cute little shoes and you you're so so adorable and beautiful but you have that air about you where you're like oh i I feel this is cute i I feel cute and but like don't look at me but like i'm cute like your whole existence is so like humbly it was the best dress up costume you've ever put oh, on your body why thank you and your best your best outfit yes <laughs> exactly like when you play dress up and you're like i'm gonna be fancy for this award show like you put your fancy face on and it's very cute this one you were like i'm owning this beautiful oh. moment this is my best i'm vintage fancy, fancy. yes and i'm so bridal cute. fancy it felt oh. like it felt befitting and i got really really lucky because jared's sister happens to be like a very high-end and high-demand couture bridal gown designer uh, amazing. Samantha Sleeper, look her up. Her oh. gowns are oh, I've been stalking gorgeous. her since her wedding because, like, oh, why, just why not? Like, it's insane. Beautiful. And so, so that gorgeous. was her gift to us is that she made oh. my dress. So I, Jesus. I would have so literally, I would have gone to like, you know, Buffalo Exchange and been like, what do they got in white? Like, I would not have gone. Of course, that <laughs> bespoke and high end. But I mean, when you know, when you've got that option, you're like, well, hello. 
But yeah. What a beautiful gift. Yeah. Like, un, like unreal. That's very sex in the city. You had your little cute white suit and then Vivian Westwood <laughs> was like, gifted no, you a man. dress. Aww. You know? Pretty much the same. I don't know. I didn't exactly. watch a lot of Sex in the City. And I don't know if he's my Mr. Big. Because I think Mr. Big sucked. <laughs> But he's yeah, he a combination. No, he's of, your he's your Aiden. Okay. But yeah, it's it's all. <laughs> I was very enthralled with that entire show. So. But yeah, the lust of Mr. Big, <sighs> but the reliability of an Aiden, I think. Yeah, so, and he could build anything, he, so he's he an Aiden. The lust yeah. of. But oh. yeah, so we had a good one. But we, other than that, like traditions-wise, um, did not follow a lot. I did have blue. Um, I had my blue ring on my my ring is a uh, Montana sapphire and then I borrowed my mom's mm-hmm. earrings that her that my great grandmother gave her and something old was um that was that too and it was borrowed but when Samantha made my dress I wanted her to have an easy time with it because we were going into obviously like wedding season and it was short notice and so we were looking mm-hmm. through her stash of fabrics that she has and she had like a bodice that she like picked up from a trunk and like threw, you know, just threw over her shoulder. And I was like, Oh wait, are you using that? And she's like, Oh, that's from like an old, old dress that I was going to make. And I was like, can we try it on? And so I could barely, barely squeeze my muffin top into this corset. And it was just like, Damn. it was like taffy getting, getting pushed out of a tube. But I was like, it fits sort of. And uh, I got a couple months to cut carbs. Um, You're like, it will fit. <laughs> Damn it. Which totally didn't work because I found out afterward that uh, I have a shitty thyroid. And so I was like, I feel, oh. I was like, I'm exercising and cook some carbs, but huh, not a, not really a, not budge in there, but it worked anyway. And, um, but yeah, so that was the, something old. I was like, does it save you any time? She's like, it saves me like 20 hours of making a corset. And I was like, so we're using this one. <laughs> so I'll squeeze into it no matter yes. what. So good. Yeah. So oh. it, yeah. So we did those things like that. Those things are fun to check off, but I definitely understand. I didn't have bridesmaids because I, once again, like, was so worried about putting it on people to, like, give people extra jobs and responsibilities, not realizing that I was really hurting people's feelings by not giving them a oh, role. No. And, like, I think that... Yeah, everyone wants to help. I, Isn't but that weird? But at the same time, dude, haven't you fucking been a bridesmaid before? And you're like, wait, I've got to, like... I have to buy what dress? Like, how many parties? Like, I got work going on. Like, I think that there also, there have been times when I have heard of other people being bridesmaids where they're like, oh, my old friend. You know what I mean? And I'm like, so I've, I think I've heard complaints about having to be bridesmaids. And so I've never wanted mm-hmm. to do that to anyone. You know what? That That is really true. Because I had, before I got married, everybody that I knew that was a bridesmaid had a bitch story mm-hmm. about it. There was no pleasantries. Yeah. And then... I got roped into being a bridesmaid with someone I'm no longer friends with, which is hilarious. Oh. That happens. But I set them up. So then I didn't have a choice in everybody's mm. opinion. So then if I said no, then I'm a huge asshole. Yeah. But I did not want to be in a wedding. It just isn't a job I wanted or an expense I needed. Yeah. I don't need a mermaid dress. Yeah. But I was thinking, I'm like, Bonnie is, my siblings are the only people I would be a bridesmaid for. Yeah. And that's fine. And I will never wear a prettier purple dress <gasps> that I can say because You'd Bonnie no picked purple. purple. I don't wear purple, <laughs> but she's very good at picking out dresses for people's skin tones. So I will tell her she's doing a great fucking job. I've so. never been a bridesmaid. That's what I was going to say. So Bonnie doesn't um, even know what I don't know she needs from us. I don't know like how I'm supposed to like do like you guys do. So I'm just being like, I just want everyone to feel 
like their best selves. I want everyone to feel good in their outfits and to feel powerful and like, like, like it's them too, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not just me. And then Joe keeps being like, no, it it is your, it's your day. Like, don't, you know, and people are, people are afraid of like showing you up because he has a woman, his sister's in the groom's party Mm -hmm. and she just had a baby. And I was like, oh yeah, rock those great tits. Like wear (laughs) if you want, like new baby. It's her first kid. So I was like, show them titties off. And I'm trying to get everyone to feel like as, you know, sensual and just sexy and fun and party time. It's a hot girl wedding. And he goes, well, they're afraid of showing you up. Like she wants you to help her pick out the dress because Aww. she's afraid of. And I said, Oh, you have no idea what's going into this. It is my best costume of all time. I'm making, I bought a base dress. I'm adding so much shit to it <sighs> that I'm going to look like a fucking evil queen. I love it. And I love it. I can't it's, wait it's real. to see it. Oh my God. It's going to be so bizarro. Like it's too much. And that whole rule of like, take one thing off before you walk nope, down the aisle. Nope. No, 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 never enough. No, 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 no. Never enough. I'm going to adjust my crown and maybe put in a grill. Let's yeah. see what fucking happens. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to see, I'm going to have hair clipped in. That is not my hair. People yeah. are going to be like, wow, your hair looks so great. I haven't seen you in like three years. And I'll be like, welcome to my wedding. And this is not my hair. You're like, are those? Welcome to my party, bitch. I'm going to swing around there. contacts. She's wearing exactly. She looks amazing. She, those are just serpent eyes. And you're welcome. <laughs> so we'll see. But I, apparently I've been a great bride because I keep telling my bridesmaids, like, it's whatever you oh, want. I let them all pick dresses to fit their own bodies and my only requirement was like here's your specific color and then I also pick the colors based on the girl's skin tones mm-hmm. and how it goes in like an ombre gradient pattern <sighs> And Amazing. then she's she's got somewhere the along Nations the way there. my brain was like you're gonna have an ombre wedding party not just the girls but the guys are gonna have gray <gasps> suits from dark to light oh. as well with the D and I I really pissed off the dude at men's warehouse like. <laughs> He told me it couldn't happen, and I was like, mm, I'll, I'll find someplace else then. And he was like, wait, wait, wait. So we, <laughs> we've we made everything happen. I don't know why I'm so set on this. I just think it's going to look – It's going to look It's either going to be visually stimulating or people are going to be like, I see what she was trying to go no, for. No, it's going to look great. You're so hard on But yourself. everyone God. is going to be gorgeous in their dress. Mm-hmm. And the fact that my girls, their dresses are rolling in and they're trying them on and they're going, oh, they're so good. holy shit, this dress has a built-in bra. I don't even have to buy yeah. a bra. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. The dresses weren't expensive. I just wanted everyone to feel gorgeous and the more I see their dresses the more I'm like I should have got my base dress from this website (laughs) there are really beautiful dresses on there oh I can't wait to see them I mean I can't that's the thing is like you're also a visual artist so of course you're going to want to have something that's like kind of stunning and exciting and you know Shannon you're like you do events and make events awesome for a living so like of course this is gonna be a bit of a next level wedding like you have mm-hmm. to accept that's your fate in life is to have a it next is. level wedding. It's going to be fucking dope because that's kind of who you are. It's like the party of all parties is how I'm thinking about it. Like, this is the best party we've ever planned together. Yep. And by we, I mean Shannon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Joe got oh his God. nacho film where he's good to go. This is the best production with the backdrop and the lighting. And like, if, if I could have a headset microphone for this... Oh. 
that would actually I want you to have one now. in reality like and go and go and lights and mm-hmm. photographer your second shooter's too far like <sighs> I should be directing my sister's wedding you'd be so good but at she it she's also in it and writer. she's fucking catering and it, I'm Allie. doing the flowers dude, and, yeah. dude. <laughs> I get to help yeah, it it'll be help. great. Do you no, I did I did all my own shit. So like I've already done the rodeo on small scale for mine, so it's fine. Did you have uh like thank you gifts that are planned or are you like I'm going to worry about that after we're married? Cuz I'm still looking for thank you gifts for people and I'm like, "Oh, it's hard." Um, ooh. Um, I don't even think we did. We didn't do we didn't expect anybody to buy us anything mm-hmm. for our thing cuz we were already living together and we felt like, "Man, we've already like I've got a step kid. You guys just come drink mm-hmm. beer, celebrate, and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like, my dad bought me a KitchenAid, and mm. then I made him food with it. So I think that was my thing. <laughs> but <laughs> And we're not asking for gifts yeah. for ours. We're just asking for people to donate whatever they can to our honeymoon fund. Because mm. our ultimate gift is when this is all said and done, at some point, we need a goddamn break. Oh, yeah. From reality absolutely and we and joe's never been anywhere so we're gonna go our plan was to go to jamaica new orleans but then (laughs) the hurricane hit so new orleans is now scratched off oh my god dude i know uh but we gotta wait till hurricane season's out to like actually plan jamaica and now i'm going like maybe january maybe like we'll hold off until the world is safe because it's Mm -hmm. more worthwhile to go do something when you can actually well i would say though if you can like right after even if you could take like two three days if you can and go to like an airbnb like a couple hours away just like get some alone go to the beach get some alone time together right after because it's a really kind of a a big emotional deal that if you can kind of sit with it and sit with each other and like kind of let that like um think of it like um letting epoxy cure you know i think that's a good thing <laughs> the resin like, has to harness yes. she put that in art terms you, you know, can understand but that's like great. take them take a minute even if you're just like at a motel six like 30 miles away because i that's a really good point because i regret not doing that and we didn't do a honeymoon we had a baby moon later it's a whole nother podcast <laughs> but Oh my God. I played mini golf prep. But if you, she's right. If you could take a little getaway, because you guys did that after yours, right? You went, went to Montana. You went on a road trip. But afterward. that's like, ex, I feel like that's extra. That like doesn't count as a honeymoon because you're like, you're going to like fill in. Oh, to finish the like, wedding? To finish it. To like, yeah. Then like do your, your part two to include the rest of the family. Yeah. Like we, thing. we went in and traveled up to my, families my family reunion that was a few weeks later so that we could kind of see everyone my like tldr is we didn't do that really and it would have been great like we we went straight into hanging out with family and for like two three weeks afterward we were i mean it was awesome we got to see family that we don't get to usually see but we didn't necessarily like make any time for just us to hang out and it was a couple it was like a couple weeks after the wedding until we were like Oh, we're alone. So I, I kind of think it would have been nice to do that even just for a couple of days. So even if you just go somewhere that's a hundred dollars a night, that's like a cabin or something, you know, yeah. um, at least give yourself that. Cause like, it's a really weird time after where you're like, holy shit, we're married. That was like the most beautiful day of my life. Like all these people who are really important to me got to like witness this love. This really important to me. It's like very, it feels very like goopy and the best way and like kind of like uh like don't chase that beautiful fart cloud away so fast you know like really simmer <laughs> that's really true because like we did 
afterward, it was a DIY wedding. I feel like you're going to have this too, Vaughn. I feel like, Allie, you had probably this too. The the day after, you go back to normal, but it still doesn't feel normal. Mm-hmm. But you're like, well, I'm su- it's supposed to be just another day because my wedding was yesterday. Mm-hmm. But instead, you should have like a couple nights to yourself. I think that's... Totally maybe right. your bridesmaids need to uh, work out a secret well, um, weekend plan. Joe wanted... He said... You know, when we do our send off, where are we going? And yeah. I was like, we're just coming home. We have to, the dogs yeah. will be there. We need to feed the dogs. <laughs> yes, feed the dogs. Yeah, someone else can feed the dogs. Yeah, take a minute to just sort of like kind of bask in it because it really is a pretty big a bonding moment for the two of you. You know, it's, I know that there's like all these people to worry about and food to worry about and seating charts and wood burning and bridesmaids dresses, but like, as my friend Daylight says, at the end of the day, uh, you know, it is about you guys and it's really nice to be able to have some time alone after that because it is kind of like a swarm of family that descends and, you know, a swarm of details. And I like that. Um, and yeah, it's really nice. I wish that we would have done that a little bit more. We kind of went straight into like, okay, we're going to go run over here and over there. So yeah, that'd be my advice. But it's going to be one of the most like emotional, beautiful days ever. Like it's great. Like, and just whatever, anything that goes wrong, just to laugh about it. Just be like, whatever. It's happening, mm-hmm. and just like fucking, let's see what happens. You can't micromanage the whole rest of the day because you're in it. No, and I think that's why mm-hmm. I need to be a little high. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I could be like, of course, of course. It's like when I hurt myself because I'm clumsy all the time. I can look at my bleeding. Appendage and go. Of course, I cut my arm open. <laughs> <laughs> like so I need to do. Yeah, well, I need to do that for like the wedding day, and I haven't been a bridezilla so far. And like, mm-hmm. let's just. I want to hold on to that. I feel like I'm going to channel my inner Allie Ward and just laugh at the chaos and chill vibes. Just my main focus will be my partner and trying not to give everyone Delta. Yeah. That's all I want. Yep. Literally all you can do. If anyone's having a gathering and needs to know, hey, what kind of rapid test did you use? Um, Buy Next Now by Abbott Labs. Okay. Easy. They're 20 bucks for two tests. They take 15 minutes to do. It's pretty simple. Although apparently they were so confident that we wouldn't need them after the end of June that they destroyed thousands of tests and threw oh them my in garbage. So now what Yep. The so fuck? now there is oh a shortage. God. Why? Thanks, Binex. Yeah, they just Why? nobody what? fully understands. But there was a there was like a long article in the a New York Times where I was like, Oh that's why they're harder to get weak. Mm, that like, just gave no. me goosebumps. I hate everything. Yeah. I'm excited for Aiden, of course. Of course. To <laughs> steal the entire fucking show. Doing something Whole cute and unpredictable good. in a sparkly vest. <sighs> Just feeling himself. He, it's going to be great. <laughs> he's in the wedding. Oh, he's a magical, he's a magical, magical boy. I can't wait to see. Do we know what he's oh, wearing yet? We do. He'll be in wedding colors and he'll have yeah. a little suit jacket perhaps, but he's going to have a sparkly vest that matches my dress. Oh my god, that's amazing. I'm so excited. And again, I just want him to wear whatever makes him feel good. Oh yeah. And it's somehow all gonna match, but everyone will be their best selves. He'll be a little baby disco ball just cutting a rug. Yep, he's gonna own it. Put in song request all night. I'm very excited. Just make sure everyone's drinking water. Mm -hmm. Drink more water than you think you should. It's better to go to the bathroom one or two extra times, even if your dress is extra, (laughs) than it is to feel like garbage and, and get tanked. It's worth it. 
And the other thing is, is, you know, I think that is great if you have bridesmaids. That is like, you know, part of their job can kind of just be like, is everyone cool mm-hmm. here? That they are just putting glasses of water in people's hands. He is. What a charmer. What a charmer. It sounds like you guys have a really solid plan. And by you guys, yeah, I do mean yeah. you and Shannon. We're wedding planners. And also this is just coming to fruition. Yeah. It's I all going to work out because it has to. <laughs> and if it doesn't, I kind of well, don't fucking care anymore. I think at the end of the night. Or you're like, there. We have okay. a friend that's just been like going to the bar section of her comedy shows and kicking over Jenga, like the stacked Jenga. She just kicks it over and she's like, I will not stop until Jenga doesn't exist anymore. She's just been like kicking over Jenga. I feel like I'm just going to like kick over the nacho fountain and be like, no, fuck all. And just like into the night. And no, people are going to be like, where'd she go? Do she it. She ran everywhere. into the night because of it's that bouquet party. thing she heard about. <laughs> I'm yep. keeping my bouquet. I'm ripping at it. You should. I shouldn't have to throw it so I... people don't tear my clothes from my limbs. Also, um, I made a backup bouquet for my wedding for the throw thing and yeah. then decided at the last minute we didn't want to do it. So we faked a throw and then handed it to Hallie and she got to keep it. So it was like the best Aww. ever. That's cute. I just, I hate the it's idea of, necessary. I shouldn't have to parade my single friends out for all the f- gross dudes yeah. to just hungry wolves. Not no. that we have a bunch of gross dudes coming to the wedding, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't have to present my single unmarried lady maidens right. to anyone who wants dibs on them. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Are you going to let people just pee yeah. on them and claim them yes. that way? I'm yes. just going to carry them it's off as my own it. and just fuck tradition. They're, yeah. These are my bitches now. If you want flowers, you're stealing a centerpiece like everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take them home. We're hand painting everything. Take these fuckers home. You take 10 of these to your yes. car like a normal guest. Yes. God damn it. Oh, you're flying. It's fine. The flowers are fake. Dump out the water. I'll wrap the vase for you. Oh Put it in your duffel. Everyone take some shit home. I love that you're starting this as like a salty customer service <laughs> agent. The wedding hasn't even started and you're already it's real. like. I'm it's fucking really done. I don't care what kind of Yelp review you leave. I'm getting married once. <laughs> Eat your food and get the fuck out. Yep. Everyone will be on point. It'll be like a prom people yes. have been waiting two years for. So no matter what happens, you know, a couple of days before the wedding when we were changing venues, I was like, even if we just staged this in the parking lot of a 99 cent only store with some oh. hot dog buns and some peanut butter and jelly, it's going to be a party. It's fine. You know, the bar is low. We're in a pandemic. And as long as you got the person you want to get hitched to, that's really all yes. you need. It's more about the marriage than the wedding at the end of the day. It's that's all, exactly right. Whatever happens, it's all, it's all, it's all fun stories later. You know, like, oh no, someone got bitten by a snake and died. It was hilarious. It's going to be fine. What? Did anyone get bit by a snake? Don't let that happen. I know, that'd be so cool. No, no. There were so many scientists. What a missed opportunity. I know. (laughs) So many people to suck the venom (laughs) willingly. Let me suck your venom. We could have really made it work. So yeah, just that that would be my advice. I mean, as a, as a sage married You're woman married now, lady. Three months. <gasps> You're betrothed. I love it. I and know. you couldn't have picked a better little weirdo to settle down so and cool. adventure your heart with you for the rest of your life. You guys are the perfect compliment absolutely for one another he's absolutely bonkers i love him to death it's always like though you are that too. like you yeah. are, you're describing him you're saying like <laughs> he's brilliant he's just so hot he's the smartest person i know but like he looks at you that same way. you're brilliant you're yeah. so hot you're the smartest person you know oh, yes oh god you Do guys you, are you guys are so beautiful you, you everyone get you a partner that will take a picture of you looking like 
the most beautiful gremlin in the woods and then write the most poetic shit about you and you're like wow they just love everything about me as a whole this is great he's so sweet and amazing and romantic yeah it's very i'm like super super lucky we always quote that line from moonstruck where it's like do you love him loretta oh god my i love him i love him awful that's too bad (laughs) It's a very, like, we have a very Moonstruck relationship where we're like, ah, you're a wolf. I love you guys. Oh, my gosh. I just got full body goosebumps because your impression was so good. (laughs) I I mean, no one rocks a short short like him. That's true. Because you're amazing and wonderful. (laughs) We were asking guests for sage advice, and you gave sage advice throughout. Yeah. Yes. Don't have anyone die. No snake bites. uh, No hives. (laughs) mashups of of popular songs just sneak them in there a little bit and see how many people during this pandemic have been secretly learning tiktok dances and everyone knows them just see how many of my friends know these dances being like girl i see you under a rock you've you've been eight counting little megan the stallion and all of your bridesmaids just start (laughs) really doing a flash mob (laughs) did you guys practice this not all together no no no. No, we've been we've been watching these solo i didn't know they were also (laughs) we've been waiting the entire pandemic (laughs) perfect i will say that um i did threaten to walk down the aisle to oh Oh. no that's so good. We've broken up so many times, but um, but we oh, did. That's but, hilarious. Um, it was a we did con- we did contemplate it. <laughs> what song did you walk we, down we the aisle to? Let me think. Um, a yes, Shade song yes. Oh, by your side. But I also really wanted to walk down the aisle to that Phil Collins song. Um, uh, I'll. Uh, oh my God! What is? I'll it? be with Please you. This because my brain is so stupid. No, um, I can hear it coming in the air. Oh, the air tonight. That's a good because one. the. Oh. Well, I wanted to like walk down when do, the do, drum do, do, kicks do, do, in, do, do, and then, do, 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 do. and we were like, "Awesome, this is good roll." And then someone's like, "Do you know that that's about killing someone?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, I didn't." So we did. Did you know you just ruined know, my good, good time? <laughs> I keep playing fake songs that we're gonna like. Uh, we were joking about our first dance. We finally found our song, but we kept joking about our first dance song. So now I'm like, "Oh, I should just turn this into our walking." I walked down the aisle, but I wanted to do Enrique Iglesias' hero. I can be a hero, baby. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because I'm basically saving his life. (laughs) He's welcome. Nice. Oh, my God. God. Well, I love you. If Jarrett is unable to attend, I would love to see him. He's welcome. Just Can't in all enough. facets of yeah. however he wants. It is um, handicap accessible. Yeah. And there's, there's an, an elevator. elevator. <laughs> oh, God. Every episode we'll we do one of those. <laughs> My To eat Shannon's food. <laughs> People say that brides don't eat. I'm like. Oh. oh. oh I'm built to eat my, my wedding dinner. I'm I'm making a priority. All these this maids ordered dresses with. Um, so into that oh i can't wait thanks for hanging out seriously well, thank you for we love so, you of course thanks for listening to my story oh no i love your so story mutual. it's so wonderful i love you guys give him big hugs and kisses from us love you girls i'll talk to you soon i love you Allie ward bye bye, bye married lady bye <laughs> I just realized Allie got married in your birthday month and you're getting married in hers. On hers, literally. Fucking, because I'm a stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love.
hanging love. out with her friends mm-hmm. and hearing about their love. And how lucky are we that we got to sit down with just oh a God. handful of her faves. Just talking real life shit. It's so good. It's selfish on my part because oh, I'm getting like tips it. and tricks before my wedding. It's helping you troubleshoot all the shit. Truly, mm-hmm. it is. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.